Hi guys, welcome to season two, episode one of BBM, Black Baby Moms. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for everybody that has been loyal so far, season one, episodes one through 11. Um, thank you again, guys, for listening. I'm your girl, your host, Margie, and um, you know, I really... Really, 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 like really, 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 I can't say it enough. Appreciate all y'all for listening um, and tuning in. So, you you know, I just want to call this episode, I just want to throw it out there. This episode is called Exposure. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and be real and authentic and raw, real and wild this year. You know, whatever that means in your minds. Um, and, um, you know, one of the things I'm going to just start with this, one of the things that, you know, I put out there for myself for like goals for 2022, um, by the way, happy new year It's January 9th. I feel like you could still say it. Um, so <laughs> happy new year, everyone. I hope it's been a really good year so far. I know it's been really kind of like, you know, a lot of ups and downs so far, uh, <laughs> but we hanging in there, just hanging there going to be a good year. Um, so one of the goals and some of the goals I put out there for myself is like, you know, I just want to be very like real with myself about situations and with people. I'm not going to like be blinded by what I want or what I think or what it could be, but what it really is, no forcing nothing. And, you know, not taking anything from anybody who's just being so like, you know, just like negative, a hater. We're not taking none of that, like, hater shit. Um, I'm not in 22. And if you're listening and you, you know, support and follow, you're on the same path. So, um, yeah. And so I just want to throw it out there, like, you know, this episode, I'm going to be exposing myself, you know. Um, and I'm starting with uh, the fact that Gigi, my daughter, is not here right now because she's like, you know, due to COVID. And if you listen to my podcast, you've listened to other episodes. I talk about her all the time and she's usually with me. Me and her dad have like, I'm, you know, mom mode Monday through Friday and he has her the weekends. So I'm usually like in a routine with her with work and school and, you know, cooking, cleaning, all that jazz. Um, but she's not here because her school is going through something right now. And just, I'm gonna pause right there for a second. Shout out to all the like faculty, staff, teachers, administration, um, the parents also like myself involved in this that understand what it's like to have to go through, um, all the changes and everything like that. Like I get it. We all get it. We're all on the same page. This is not bashing them. This is exposing, you know, my, you know, kind of side of things. And what my experience has been with COVID and virtual school. So, yeah, she's in virtual school right now. And based on, like, work schedule, it just doesn't work with my schedule. And I'm not working from home anymore. I was. But unless they mandate it work you know, we have to work from home. The job is requiring us to do that. I'm going to just abide. I'm going to, you know, I'm starting a new job. Like I'm on a new path, new journey, and it's all for the best. 
and um, God has a lot for me in 22. And so I'm just trying to, you know, make things work and be positive. But she has this going on with school. And everyone's hands are tied. There's no one to blame. You know, I'm going to blame this invisible sickness, I guess, COVID-19. <laughs> um, and it's really tough. It's really frustrating because I'm just like, she can't be with me right now because I can't facilitate her being in virtual school and me going into work every day. It just doesn't work. I, you know, had made a way, really God made a way that I had um, been able to work and have her in school and be fine. Um, But right now, you know, I have to go into the office, like I've said, and um, it's just tough. And I had, her school was also her before and after care. So, Someone said to me, like, you know, you should have, you know, you know, you got to work something out. It's not the school that has to take care of your kid. Okay, parents work. I'm a single mom. I can't speak for everybody, but I myself am in the home by myself. Like, I have my own place with just me and her. And I didn't foresee this happening when I got this place. Or let me take this back. I have been living on my own. So before living on my own, I didn't know it was going to be like this. So I don't have anybody like a grandparent or a nanny or somebody that can like just watch her while she has to be home for whatever reason, for extended amount of days. It doesn't work like that. And this is just my journey, just my experience. So I can only speak for my end of things, but I know many people like myself that are single parents, single moms, single dads that are like, okay, I have to work. How am I supposed to be helping my kid out with virtual school? Because let me tell you, it's not what you think. It's not like, oh, they're in virtual school. The teacher is going to consume them for several hours. No, you actually have to help them get acclimated and set up with certain things that the teacher wants them to do while they're on the computer. Like I keep having to stop and do this, that, and the third. They also have breaks for like an hour and a half. So (laughs) I obviously have to keep her entertained or give her something to do, give her lunch, give her this, that, and the third, just like I have to give myself. But it's not as easy as just like (sighs) whatever. And I'm new to this because she's in kindergarten. And when this happened in 2020, she was in like you know, preschool. So we had an option if she wanted to keep going virtually or not. This is like, okay, this is a kindergarten. They're taking attendance and stuff. Um, It's hard. What am I supposed to do as a single parent, as a single mom, and, you know, keep my job so I can pay the bills and keep my place and keep my car and keep all the stuff I need But also, like, you know, she has to stay in school, but she can't go into the building anymore. She can't go into the facility for daycare anymore and before and after care. None of that. So she's with her dad right now. And it sucks because she goes with him, like I, you know, mentioned for the weekend, but for like weeks at a time, 14 days so far. And then they said maybe longer. Like, what? I'm just used to having her as like, you know, a part of me and my routine and my journey with, you know, life. (laughs) She's a part of me and I feel like something's missing, obviously, when she's not here. 
and it's harder because she's gone longer and it just sucks because it's definitely not what we planned everyone has to move around a lot of different parts of their life it's a lot of variables it's difficult and it's out of our control it's out of our hands everyone's hands are tied I get it but it sucks I'm gonna just say it that's just my journey that's just real and that's just what it is um I can't you know deal with having a nanny or working from home and having her home and like none of that works for me the ideal situation for this would probably be like oh a two-parent household uh you know with somebody either one parent that either works from home and can facilitate working with their kid that works from that's virtually home from school or they just don't work at all and they can do it, you know, handle the virtual school component. Or it's just like they have a nanny maybe or a grandparent or a family member or somebody who can help, babysitter, whatever. I don't have all that because that costs extra money or that needs more room and I have a, an apartment. So, like, it's tough. I'm just being transparent here. And it's only my side of things because, like I said, it's not anyone to blame. It's just what it is. Thank God I have her father who can, you know, whether we have whatever situation or not, he's able to help and his family is able to help, I guess, um, in a way with, you know, making sure they can watch her, help out, keep her home and be in virtual school and, you know all of us can still make the money we need to make. So that's just my tidbit about what it's been like. And it's just not been fun. Switching gears a little bit. Um, still exposing people like myself, you know, and others. Um, I want to talk about narcissism and dealing with a narcissist. And first of all, I never like knew what a narcissist was at first. I was like, what is that? So I looked it up. Dictionary version says a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. And um, some other, I looked it up here, still reading. What are the behaviors of a narcissist? A narcissist personality disorder, because that's what they classified as like a personality disorder, involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, and an excessive need for admiration. Um, some often describe this as cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing, and demanding. Um, I'm reading this from Google, so I'm going to pause right there for a second for a second um manipulative Ooh, that word powerful because i have dealt with somebody who is very manipulative they have genuinely been just like tricky with their ways um to and it really is out of like they want to like deal with me we have to deal with one another or we do deal with each other right now or whatever so it's like, why, why do that? Why? Huh? I have an example. Again, this episode is called, called Exposure. And like, you know, I 
did not give my disclaimer on purpose. I usually give it a disclaimer of like, no, no bashing, no shit talking. But there might be a little bit of that this episode. I'm going to just be real. Hold on one second. So I wanted to really just be real and say exactly what has happened um, recently with me. I'm not going to say any names, but um, this person, I'm just going to read the text message. Just going to be real. Okay. This person sent me some money. (laughs) I talk shit, of course, but I'm joking. Okay. This is what they're reading. This is what they say. I'm reading it. Okay. So I guess you prefer zero, like the zero dollars you give me. You don't help out with me. Even with your moments with MS. And how difficult it can be to be a parent. I have, wait, I'm sorry. I'm skipping some things on purpose because I would, I don't want to give away too much detail. Um, but I'm, this is like paragraphs of stuff. So I'm actually reading verbatim certain things. So fuck you in your apartment <laughs> that you and your dumbass pay a stack for a month. You only ever worry about money. That's why you always going to be what you're going to be and get what you're going to get. You talk shit and you talk shit about my family and um, I'm skipping over that. I'm still here and we comfy and you wanted to be standoffish when I tried to speak to you, but whatever, be miserable. Lastly, I actually, for some reason, care about you. I used to love you and I wouldn't want anything more than to be a family one day, but you make that impossible with your actions over the years. And later on, you know, I didn't respond. And he just said, and I just exposed myself, it's a guy, obviously, I don't care, it's a guy. I'm sorry, I was just really hurt you wouldn't even talk to me. Guys, this person, this man just bashed me for paragraphs that I even had to skip for y'all just to keep it kind of like, you know, somewhat copacetic, like, you know. I can't even believe the words that he formulated with his little fingers, Twitter fingers, and said whatever he said about me to me. And it's just like negative. For what? Because I walked away. Because I won't say anything. And later on, it's like, I don't, I still don't say anything when they text me saying all this bullshit. (laughs) And it's like, okay, fine. I'm gonna just apologize. Sorry. It's, it's because you hurt me because you walked away. This person came to my crib. Like, we didn't ex- plan on talking about X, Y, and Z. So I'm sorry. If you start talking crazy towards me, and especially if this was not planned, and I still gave you the time of day, um, you talk crazy and disrespect me, I'm walking away. Because one of the goals I may have mentioned already um, <laughs> is I'm just not taking any crap. But I'm also learning, I'm, I'm, that's a part of my mental health journey. Like, I used to really like go off or like really be like upset about certain things and like say certain things that I probably didn't mean at that moment. But I'm learning like, hold your tongue and like literally just walk away. 
if it's negative. Why am I going to argue with somebody right now? For what? For what? No. So I walked away. <clears throat> this was the response I got for walking away. At that particular moment, they were being disrespectful. I'm not dealing with that. For what? We don't need, I'm not being disrespectful to you. Don't be disrespectful to me for no reason. I don't have to deal with that. You ladies that may have deal, dealt with a narcissistic person, I don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> um, you don't have to deal with that. And some of the traits are also sensitivity to criticism, passive aggression, self-criticism, shyness, fantasies, mental health issues, long-held grudges, and envy, for sure. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that hate for no reason. Like, your haters are real. Like, people that hate on you, if you feel like people are, like, shading you, if it's in a joke, or if it's just straight up, like, they just be like, yeah, you know what it is. They're hating. That's that, something's wrong. This, though, what I received in, you know, my messages was kind of like on a different level. This is like, you're trying to attack me, belittle me, demean me as a person because the relationship, whatever, is not working out at that particular moment the way you want it to work. And now you have to like bash me and then turn around and just tell me it's because you love me and it's because I walked away and you actually really want to speak to me. You really want to talk to me. <laughs> like this is not the toot my own horn. This is literally what this person, what he sent me. So not dealing with it in 22. Nope, not dealing with it don't have to, don't want to. It's just no point. Um, and so on a lighter note, um, I'm just really prosperous or scratch that. I'm hoping that this is a prosperous year and, um, you know, I'm being intentional about my peace. I'm also being more assertive and clear in my communication with respect to everyone, but also not going to deal with a whole bunch of, you know, BS for no reason from all those negative people and haters. Um, I'm really like being diligent about my goals, like for real, like writing them down and then actually like going after them, like action, making them happen, doing what I got to do and to like invest in me and invest in my dreams or whatever I want to make happen. And y'all can too. You can too if you're listening. Shout out to you if you're listening. Um, yeah, the time to do it is now. And so I didn't want to keep you guys long. Um, I didn't say this in the beginning. I usually have somebody with me. Um, <laughs> but this being season two, a brand new episode and um, a brand new year. I didn't want to bring somebody on here because it's titled exposure. I didn't want to have anybody have to expose somebody else. <laughs> you know, we, you know, usually get consent sometimes from our baby fathers, from our, um, you know, co-parents. But this was the different level of like exposure. And I, I'm going to be more real with you all. Very transparent this year. And hopefully maybe it motivates some of you narcissists to stop behaving this way. I'm hoping and praying. I, I only hope to God. Please, Jesus, Lord. Um, I'm really hoping everybody that has COVID right now that is experiencing any form of it or dealing with somebody who is sick, 
really is healed in Jesus name. And I pray for, um, true like healing for real. And y'all start to feel better really, really soon. I know some, uh, people, a few people that are actually sick right now. So I really hope y'all start to feel better. And, um, shout out to all the nurses and everyone, doctors and anybody, administrate healthcare administration. I work in healthcare administration, all that jazz. Shout out to everybody that is involved in the hospitals and doctor's offices and facilities, um, helping out. Y'all are the real MVPs, uh, for going strong for this long and the teachers and the faculty administration, like I've mentioned, um, I really appreciate all y'all. I just was venting about what it's like to have to deal with my side of, of co-parenting and, and single parenthood and that journey. And, you know, thank God for her, her father. Um, I did say that before, but I do appreciate the fact that he stepped up, you know, and because I have to go into work, I don't have to lose my job <laughs> and she, and she doesn't have to risk being out of school virtually. And so that's worked out kind of in a way, you know, I'm still really sad that this is not what we ever envisioned or had in mind, but it is what it is. And everyone's affected. So make sure you guys follow BBM podcast underscore on Instagram right now. You can follow the link in my bio and um, also get access to all of my uh, other pages, my um, Instagram, Mother Marge and um, Margie's Beauty. Make sure you follow those pages right now. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, listen on Spotify or whatever your podcast, your favorite streaming podcast is. Tune in right now. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate y'all. Until next time.